Hello and welcome to today's mentor session. This is Terry Vincent, uh, facilitator for Crisis Leadership Academy. I'm super excited to be able to introduce this awesome mentor today. I've had the absolute privilege of working with this man for many, many iLab programs and across a couple of other programs as well. And the great thing about what we're going to go through today is that this really sets the scene for where you're heading in your life and your business. And it's so important that we get to create uh, the momentum based on the, the vision and the mission and our purpose that we have. And in my view, there's no better man to share this with you than Mr. Paul Dunn. So as I said, I've known Paul for a very long time now. We've run many programs together and mm -hmm. he is uh, a very, for want of better, better words, the most purposeful, impact-driven entrepreneur, mentor, speaker that I know. And I cannot think of anyone better to share this session with you than Paul. And at the end of this, and hopefully during it, he's gonna share more about what he does with his company and how you can be a part of that as well. So we'll come back at the end and um, we'll talk about that. But over to you, Paul, I'd love you to share where you're at um, with your vision and mission and purpose. Hey, thank you, Terry. And uh, for all of you joining us now, thank you so much wherever you are in the world. In fact, we'll find out where you are uh, in just a moment because one of the things that I'm going to be doing is focusing on content, right? Because that's really, really important as we go through the CLA with you. And the good news is that there will be people, Terry and other people, will be focusing on the chat and attending to everything up there. So when I say jump up into the chat, I may not be actually reading the chat because I'm looking at what the content comes up but someone will be there. So this is going to be highly interactive in that sense. But first of all, uh, let me say how thrilled that I am to be here. I think, uh, you know, the reality is that every single one of us knows there's never, ever, ever been a time like this. None of us could, I think some of us, and we'll talk a little bit about this in just a moment, some of us knew that something was coming, right? And I'll, I'll talk about that in just a while. Uh, but we never knew it would be this, right? We never knew the speed of acceleration. It's just been amazing. And of course, what that's done is created this amazing opportunity to reset. The way that I describe that is to reset for better. Uh, and, and that's one of the things you're going to see. And I'm going to share, you, share with you all sorts of things that are going to help you do that. And I'm certainly looking forward, not just to my part of the journey, but to hearing from all the other mentors and indeed from Terry and all of the people involved uh, in, in your journey. So make sure that we stay connected. And I'll give you some ideas as to how we can do that later on. One of the things, Terry, if it's okay, that I'm going to be much as, you know, you and I could chat through this, right? <laughs> but uh, what I thought it might be useful is uh, if I was able to share some content on the screen and uh, just to keep everybody kind of really engaged, um, is that, would that be okay if we, uh, if we did it that way? That, that would oh, be fine. I think that would be awesome, Paul, if you could do Thank that. goodness you said yes, because I wasn't sure what we were going to do if you didn't say that. Okay, uh, so let me just go uh, up, on, uh, up on Zoom here and just let me share my screen and make sure that I'm sharing a few other things as well right here. Um, and uh, so we should begin. Let's have a look. Well, that's where we are. That's, in, in fact, where we are. Uh, there's Roger looking quite surprised that he's actually there at that point, isn't he? <laughs> and of course, tonight what we're going to be talking about is my future vision. Well, not my future vision, but your future vision. And as Terry so, so brilliantly put it, 
This underpins everything. Yes, we can give you all of the skills, all of the ideas, all of the insights, but this, where we're going today, hence the reason we're starting with this, really early in the, in the, uh, in the sequence, really does underpin this, uh, this whole journey for you. When you get this right, everything becomes easier, as you will see. Um, and one of the things we, we do want to check is locations and stuff like that. Uh, that's, by the way, where I am right now. So if you're in the United Kingdom, I am seven hours ahead of you. Uh, if you're in the, uh, let's see, in the Pacific region, like California, those sorts of places, I'm 15 hours ahead of you, which makes me feel kind of cool, I have to say. And that is Singapore, which, which is kind of a, play, a really beautiful place. We might see if any of you have been there in a minute. Uh, and that's where I've had the privilege of, of living and being for the last 13 years. One of the reasons that I say that's a privilege and why, it, why I want to show you that picture is not because I'm going, wow, look at that. that, isn't that a great place? It is to realize that 54 years ago, that did not exist. Singapore as a country did not exist 54 years ago. And then when Singapore created its independence, it was Singapore and Malaysia, uh, and, and Singapore kind of broke away. It was kind of interesting. We had no water, we had no vegetables, we had no nothing. And, and so this for me, living here, is just a great example of how you can create something extraordinary from nothing. And one of the things that's really interesting, if ever you get to Singapore, there's a particular place called the Urban Redevelopment Authority. And what it does, it, it, it charts Singapore's growth and basically shows you in the most amazing 3D models and so on and so forth, it, 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 it talks about how we did that and importantly, where we're going. And as you go through that particular building, there's a place where you stop. The, the, the graphic just arrests you. And when I've taken many of my friends and they just, they just get riveted to the spot because what they do is they look ahead and they see a graphic and that graphic says our 50-year vision. Think about that for a minute. A country with a 50-year vision. Just think about that. And right next door to it is another thing that says we have to update that every year. And you can see all of the updates. And that's one of the reasons why this session is such an important one for you. And because of the time that we're in, you know, crisis leadership, we're going to discover some things about crises and we can discover some things about leadership. Uh, and ahead of that, you know, often we when we think of leaders, we, we think of prime ministers and presidents. Uh, and so on, but we don't tend to think these people. So just before we begin, I just want to sort of have a collective shout out uh, to some real heroes, the, 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 the people who are seriously on the front line of, uh, of this whole pandemic thing that we've been through or going through, we still are, of course, uh, the people who deliver our food, the people who are there uh, on the front lines in the hospitals and, and, and so on. So big shout out uh, to all of those people without wanting to lessen anything uh, or without wanting to make any of that uh, side of things seem small. It's an opportunity for heroes to rise, as indeed is this. So let's begin with this. I mentioned it's going to be interactive. And what I want to do is kind of locate everybody. So here's what I'd love you to do is jump up on the chat. Now that goes up on Genius U. So jump up on the chat 
And let's see, let me ask you three questions. Uh, where are you? Whereabouts are you? Be as precise as you can. Don't just say United Kingdom, say Leeds or London or wherever it is you are, right? Tell us what the weather's like. Uh, by the way, in Singapore, when we answer that question, it's always 30 degrees centigrade. It's kind of, that's what happens when you, when you live on the equator. And what time is it where you are right now? That'll help us kind of get a sense of uh, where everything is. So go ahead. That's right. Keep it coming. Where are you? What's the weather like? It's going to check your typing skills right here. huh? <laughs> what time is it there? That's awesome. Keep that coming. Keep that coming. Really, really good. And by the way, one of the things that we know is this keeps you focused. So make sure you've got all your other windows closed. Right? I don't mean windows in your in your house or in your office, if you happen to be lucky enough to be in an office today, but keep all of the other windows on your computer closed so you can focus 100% right here. That's it, well done, well done, well done. Okay, so with that in mind, one of the things that happens when you live in different countries, you get a different perspective on things. And one of the things that I know uh, will happen uh, today is that absolutely you will get a different perspective. And so let me give you uh, a, a definition, a definition actually that I got from Roger, uh, I think in about 2006 when Roger and I first met. And it went something like this. In fact, it went exactly like this. Perspective is looking at things from a place where you're not. Now, what's interesting about that definition is, of course, you can never be at a place where you're not, right? And so that's one of the reasons why being on Genius U and getting all of the input from so many people is really cool. That's why it's cool to be buddying up with people. That's why it's cool to be doing micro degrees and all that sort of thing. So you're getting this different perspective. Uh, and let me give you an example of this different perspective. Now, no prizes for this because I think it's an easy question, okay? So I'm going to put two letters on the screen. You can see P and L. Uh, now, uh, those of you joining us from the US may have some challenges with what P and L means because you call it income statement. But the rest of us, just jump up on the chat, even if you're not an accountant. What's a, someone says, what's your P&L? What, uh, what are they talking about? Go up on the chat, put it up there. Someone will be uh, looking at that whilst I'm looking directly at my screen here. So yeah, that's absolutely right. Absolutely 100%. What it is, of course, is profit and loss. So at least that's what you think it is. What if, though, what if it actually stood for something else so that whenever you hear PL, you don't think profit loss whenever you hear PL from now on it's my hope that you'll see these two words purpose and legacy and the reason why that's my hope that you'll see those two words is pretty simple it's because when you focus on purpose and legacy they lead to far greater, I mean, as in far greater profit and impact, infinitely more. It's really, really interesting how that works, right? So profit and, sorry, purpose and legacy leading to profit and impact. And that top line comes before the bottom line. If what you want is a business that attracts team members, that attracts investors, and that attracts customers. 
There's got to be purpose and legacy, as you will see as we go through our time together here. So now to get the most out of this time, here's what I want you to do. You can sort of wave this up on the screen so the people watching you can actually uh, make sure you've got it. I want you to get a, a, get a pad. Very important you get a pad. And probably you've already got that and you've taken lots of notes already. But I want you to take a set of notes in a very different way. And what I want you to do is just to turn that pad like this. So you've got it. Uh, Terry, do we call that landscape mode? I think we do, don't we? Is that lands yeah, landscape, landscape mode, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly right. So there's landscape mode for you. So make sure you've got it like that. Go and wave it at us. It's fantastic. And what we're going to do is, um, and one of the things that you probably know about Roger, aside from being a magician, is that he's an excellent drawer. Now, I'm not such an excellent drawer, but we are going to check your drawing skills. And we are going to get you to draw very simple shapes, actually, and some lines. So it should be easy for everyone. And we're going to draw, you know, shapes like this. We're going to draw rectangles. And we're going to draw lines that go all over the page. No need, no need to draw those right, right now, although actually our first lines coming up are exactly like that. And by the way, if you've got some colored pens, would be a good idea, actually. If you haven't already got them, you might go out, if you can go out, uh, and invest in some colored pens. Not, not for this one, but for other sessions that come. So here's the drawing I want you to do. Now, the line... I want you to start with is the line or that box on the left-hand side. Don't worry about anything else for a moment. Just worry about that, or don't worry about it, but put that rectangle on the left-hand side and write the word T-O-D-A-Y, today. And you can even put that in your own language if you want to. And then above that, if you would write the word uncertainty. And that's because we are in this time of uncertainty, particularly if you go back uh, you know, three or four weeks, massive uncertainty. Uh, by the way, again, think about the acceleration of that. We're, we're getting closer now to being certain in terms of what's coming out of it. And uncertainty is, is, is a really unpleasant place, right? And now what I want you to do before you draw these other lines is just draw this horizontal line right here, the horizontal one, and then, then do a little box up here and put on it future dates. And that date could be you might want to say six months from now, 12 months from now, 24 months from now, whatever, just a future date. Something that historically we can be certain is going to happen, right? It's certainly coming. The history of human endeavor is that those future days, you know, time marches on, all right? So now that you've got today over here and future date over there, uncertainty, right there, uncertainty and certainty, one of the things, and this is so important, I mean, I was so thrilled when Roger said, Paul, would you take one of these early sessions? And I was so thrilled to know the title, Crisis Leadership Academy. And that's because leadership is so, so crucial, particularly right now, particularly right now. And one of the things that I, I know, that because Terry and I were talking about this about a week ago, that we've seen collectively three types of leaders. And we can define those leader types by the word P. So you see that red line there? Would you just draw that red line, okay, the red line, and then underneath or right down the bottom of it, if you would write the word panic. That's what happens to a lot of leaders who get like, oh my God, you know, what's gonna happen? And they do one of two things they run around like a headless chicken 
or more than likely they just freeze. They have no idea what to do. And so everything stops like that, stops. That leads us to the second line. See that little sine wave thing going through there? You might want to draw that in as a series of squiggles. And that's what we call passive leadership. And passive leadership is just kind of drifting, right? And by the way, by the way, this is not exclusive to crisis, right? This is what happens for, with a lot of people. Says, there's no vision, there's no mission, says, like, like that, okay? Not a good place uh, to be, and I'm sure you would not have joined us in CLA were you a passive leader. I'm sure you would not. In fact, the likelihood is that every single one of us uh, in the academy, and by the way, by the way, do reach out to all of your buddies on here as well. And I know that Terry and the guys will give you some instructions if they haven't done already how to do that. But talking instructions, there you go. Draw that blue line. Did you do that? That blue line kind of going up right there. Okay, you see it there. And that's the leadership style that we know that the great leaders have. And it begins with a P and it's called purpose-driven leader. Now, clearly, just to think of something obvious for a minute, if we're going to call you purpose-driven, then that means you have to have a purpose. Right? You have to have that. And then one of the things we're going to be doing is looking at, at what happens when you grab that purpose and, and more, more importantly, perhaps, what happens depending on the size of that purpose. And we're going to get to that in just a moment. So these purpose-driven leaders, there's something that's really interesting about purpose-driven driven leaders. And that is, it doesn't matter what happens around them. So what, what you've seen, what I see, what you've seen more than likely, is that purpose-driven leaders, they're, they're kind of doing this. They, they are consistently at their best irrespective of what's going on around them, consistently at their best. They're not backflipping. They're not doing all of those sorts of things. They are consistently at their best. And you can instantly pick the leaders of nations that you know are doing that consistently at their best. Now, question is, what is it? And heading, you know, for this, this thing up here, we're going to define what that is in just a moment. And then we're going to look at how you get it. So hopefully this is, uh, this is resonating with you. So interesting question is if that line represents leaders consistently at their best, then what is it that, that leaders do to get them at their best? Now let me identify three uh, strategies, if you will, three things that they understand. Please take a note of them on your notepads. First thing, they understand, as you do, that we're all at our best when we're giving. You know that, I know that. When we help the, the lady across the road, when we help someone in trouble, when we... We're all at our best when we're giving. We're all at our best when we're giving from a position of gratitude. Thank you for that. One of the things I say every day to a bus, the bus drivers here, you know, thank you for stopping and the taxi drivers. We're all at our best when we're giving. Now, because that is so true, and by the way, I'm not talking about giving money, just giving. I, 
you know, not necessarily about money. It's just that we're giving. And what happens is because they know that, then they institute processes, or for those of you in the United Kingdom and elsewhere and in Australia, processes, right? either processes or processes, depending on where you live, to make sure that they embed giving into everything they do. It's kind of like the first thing they think of, right? So they embed it. Another way of saying that is this. They shift, and or rather, because of that, because of that, that embedding it, what happens is they, they shift the spirit of their enterprises. And when they do that, what's interesting is in this, in this particular time, remember we said there's never been a time like this, then we frequently heard the word, you know, we've heard the word pivot, and we've heard that very, very frequently, that not a bad thing to think about. But leaders like this, what happens is, in this time, they don't just pivot, they use it to transform. And because you're here in CLA, this is the, the best place I know that you could do all of these things to seriously transform. In fact, in just a moment, I'm gonna get you to take a huge note uh, because you can actually get something to help you do this in just a moment. So what I want you to do is have a look at the, the, the closeness of the red and the blue line over here, right? Where we say today, those lines are very, very close. But have a look from this arrow to this arrow. Look at, look at, the, look at the gap there. What that says is the quicker we, we adopt this, then the better it is. And so another way of thinking about today and the actions that you take as a result of today is that this, if you like, right, right now, is kind of like a, a fork in the road. And I think that this really is our time, our time as entrepreneurs to rise. You'll see in a moment that, that I think this, in fact, I know that this kind of movement to all of this has been happening for a long, long time. In fact, I think since, 2008, as you'll see in a minute. But, but this time, it's just accelerated that. And so some of us, this really is our time to rise. And, and leaders who are consistently at their best understand that. And it's like, like as if they have this North Star um, that, 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 you know, that is actually bigger than them, right? A North Star, something that is much bigger than, than and we'll, we'll talk about this in just a second or in just a couple of minutes that's much bigger than their enterprise it's a north star okay some people describe that and we're going to have a look at this in a minute as their why we're going to find out in just a minute why it is that you get up every morning you might want to think about that because we can ask you that question in just a moment right so, but people describe it as their why. Let me give an example of this. This is um, an entrepreneur, his name is Marty Hart. Uh, Marty is uh, in uh, Sydney, uh, in, uh, a big part, in Brisbane, in Australia. And he's been running for a couple of years, a, uh, an IT security company. And Marty wouldn't mind me saying that the IT company's been doing okay, but it's kind of been drifting. It's, you know, when I first spoke to Marty, it's like, we're doing well, but there's something missing, okay? 
And so after doing some work that you and I are going to do together, this is what we came up with for Marty. And in fact, if you go, I know I asked you to close all your windows, but if you wanted to go to www.infiniteedge.com.au, you will see what you see on the bottom left of your screen. You will see it right up front on Marty's website. Let's just read it. We make complex technology beautifully simple for you so that you can concentrate on what you do best, being human. Now, I just want you to write that word down, being human, actually the word human, because that's gonna uh, occur, just make sure you write it somewhere. It's gonna occur fairly frequently in the next 20 minutes or so. And then Marty's why continues, we give you and your teams, talking to his customers now, his prospects, the freedom to connect, isn't that terrific, in new ways to bring that sense of humanity to your workplace, your families, to your communities, and to our world. Have a guess what happened when when marty adopted that and shared it with the team and they said yes even though they were in work from home at that point wow yeah i feel really great that that's what we're doing right and and so what's happened and and that's the point that that, that what's happened is that the the, the enterprise has shifted the, the spirit has shifted and as a result of that shift then it is much more attractive to their customers and indeed for for getting new talent new team members on board now you and i are going to develop something like that in just a little while by the way one of the other things we're going to do is understand that there is a north star that i want us all to have and that are these things here uh, you would know that roger talks about them pretty often these are the sustainable development goals or the global goals. Now I'm gonna talk with, with you about them in a little more detail in just a moment. And we're going to identify that one of the things that I urge you, I urge you to become, not because it sounds good, but because it makes the biggest difference you could ever imagine. That what you could do or well, you will do once you apply these skills as a result of being here in CLA, you have the option to define your business as a force for good. Now just think about that for a minute. It doesn't mean you're like ordinary business. No, 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 no. You, your business becomes a force for good. Just think of, it's almost like you, 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 you switch on a magnet and people get attracted to you because of that magnet. And it has nothing whatever to do with your insights and your skill sets. It has everything to do with how you understand your role in humanity. And we're going to look, as I said, at that in just a moment as well. And, oh, by the way, uh, Terry, if it's okay with you, um, I thought since I referenced that uh, thing there, this really is our time to rise, Turns out that about a year ago, a friend uh, of mine in the United Kingdom, he and I started to write a book. And we actually called it, believe it or not, Our Time to Rise. This was like a year ago, right? 
And, and here we are in the pre-publication phase at the best time ever to uh, launch that book. And just because you're here uh, in CLA and you've made that, that choice to be with us, and again, congratulations on making that choice. It's such a smart choice. Uh, then, uh, Terry, I'm going I'm to make sure that you can get the pre-publication uh, uh, version of that. Uh, that is before it you know, goes to the press and everything else. It, it looks really cool, by the way. And all you need to do is just go to, and that probably is there on the chat for you right now, uh, outsideunderrise.global. Just enter your details in there. No one's going to spam you with the details. Is that, okay, here's the book. Okay, And uh, hopefully uh, you will read it. And uh, it's, it's kind of an interesting, uh, interesting it's, it's, it's very different, actually. It's very different. There's lots of interesting binary choices that you make as you go through it. What I do promise you is that it will make a difference. Now, one of the things you might want to do up on the uh, chat, uh, just with a, with a Y meaning yes, or an N meaning no, uh, tell me if, if that diagram that we just went through is a useful diagram for you to understand where we are at this point in time and what we need to to, to, to kind of get through this and, and not just resetting. By the way, this is not just resetting. This is resetting for better, okay? Resetting for better, okay? So let us know. Thanks, thanks for doing that uh, up on the chat. Now, some of you would say, if I got you to go on the chat and say, who is that? You probably know exactly who that is, right? There's a friend of mine. That is Simon Sinek. Simon and I uh, first met at the, uh, as he had, uh, done his first ever TED talk in 2009, and uh, you would you would know the uh, the subject of that talk. It was start with why, and that's been viewed as you and I are speaking right now by 42 million people. And uh, so when we when we first met, we had this really interesting uh, conversation, and since then we keep on having conversations. Um, and one of the things he, he said quite recently is, have a look at this, because this is really interesting. As you build your company, as you reset it for better, just think about that little line up there. Great companies don't offer us something to buy. Great companies offer us something to buy into. So to put that another way, and I'll, and I'll sort of do this slowly so I can keep, keep up with the notes. And it's this, another way of thinking about that is great companies give us something to belong to. Kind of interesting, that whole thing about belong to. Let me just stop the share for a minute, Terry, and tell you about, I think you know the story. Uh, let's say it was about a year ago, and uh, Jeff Bezos, he of Amazon, uh, was being interviewed pre-divorce, I have, I, I, I add, and he was very available at that point, and, and uh, people were, you know, in so many interviews. And anyway, he's sitting in this interview with this with this uh, this reporter, and it's in front of a very large audience. And the whole topic was not COVID; it was way before COVID, right? And it was all about disruption. And so, so the the interviewer says to Bezos, says, "So Jeff, uh, by the way, I, I think that's a very interesting thing to be able to do, don't you? To be on a first name basis with the richest man. In the world. Hey, Jeff, right? So he says." So Jeff, could I ask you uh, about Amazon in the early days? And Bezos said, "Right, well, of course you can, right? So he says, so 
what uh, what is the advice well actually said let's think about now he said so what is the advice that you give your marketing department right now when there's so much disruption around us and Bezos looked straight at him and he said well it's the same advice that I gave him on day one and the interviewer kind of like what <laughs> you're kidding right and, and so he says so what was that and Bezos said, and this is counterintuitive, so you may want to write it down. He said, seek that which is constant. Right? And that's interesting, right? Because in disruptive times, that tends not to be what we do. Seek that which is constant. So the interviewer says, like what? Okay. And Bezos said, well, there's a number of things, but one of them is the human need to belong. Right? So remember that. As you build your enterprise, make sure that there's this sense of belonging so that customers you build from your minimum viable product up, there's this sense of real caring, of real belonging. Uh, and, and when you do that, it's, it's kind of cool, right, Terry? <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> by the way, Terry, I'm not sure, you, you've not met Bezos either, have you? I mean, that would be really cool if... Uh, if, uh, if you had, you would certainly remember it. Not yet, Paul, not yet. <laughs> not yet, but it's coming, right? It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I nearly met Mrs. Bezos, actually, last, uh, last August. But anyway, no, we didn't, or the ex-Mrs. Bezos. Anyway, uh, so let's not worry about exes and all of those sorts of things. Let's get back to, <laughs> let's get back to where we were. So, and to do that again, let's get back to uh, our, our good friend, uh, Simon. And all I need to do, Terry, is just make sure that I click my button correctly here. There we go. And uh, Terry, can you confirm that we're there with Simon again? Can we see Simon again? Yes, we can see Simon. We can see Simon. Thank you very much. I need to have multiple monitors here to see what's going on. So anyway, so great companies uh, give us uh, something to belong to. And then, oh, that's interesting. That's my, there we go. Okay. So, Terry, can you see me alongside Simon right now? Is that what you can see? Uh, yeah, absolutely, Paul. You can. Okay, some of you would look at that and say, my God, Paul, that looks like a, a little bit a few years ago. Yes, that was, actually. That was uh, two years ago, I think it was. And uh, Simon, uh, we had invited Simon to be at a conference, and Simon called and said it was a conference in Bali, actually. And Simon said, Paul, have you figured out that it's actually 31 hours to fly away? I'm from in New York to where you are in Bali, where I was at that particular point. He said, yeah. I said, yeah, because I did it about two weeks ago. And uh, he said, well, you know, much as I love you, no, we're not going to do that. Why don't we do an interview? Right? So I said, fine, let's do it on Zoom. And I said, just choose a time. And he said, how about, how about 12 o'clock? And I said, yes, not, 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 uh, not remembering that he was thinking 12 o'clock noon, his time, which was like midnight my time. Right? So anyway, that's why I'm looking a little <clears throat> out of it right there. Anyway, so just to remind you of Simon, before I give you this thing that's so important, there you go. That's the start with why the book. And of course, some of us, uh, in fact, Simon doesn't mind me saying this. Uh, I don't think you, if you haven't read the book, don't go, don't read the book. Just watch the TED talk. Just watch it. Okay, Simon Sinek, just that TED. Uh, in 2009 and it's as valuable now as it was then in fact if you watched it go watch it again it's amazing how you know there's three stories that he tells and those three stories it is all about stories 
then he tells them just, and they fit so beautifully into what we're about to talk about. So just remind you though, every time Simon, uh, or <laughs> when, when Simon says, you know, start with why, he always comes back to these mantras. Uh, not this mantra, by the way, this, you won't find this anywhere. This is a private conversation, but take a note of it. Your why must be front and center. Take a note of that. Okay? Like, uh, like Marty Hark, who I told you about right up there on his website. Right? So your why must be front and center. But here's the mantras. Uh, the two mantras, of course, that he says are these. He says, and he keeps coming back to them. He says, you know, people don't buy what you do. It's really bizarre, right, that he would say that. People don't buy what you do. Now, that's, I really want you to get this. People don't buy what you do. One of the failings of entrepreneurs is that they fall in love with what they do rather than fall in love with the outcomes that they're producing for the customer. And I guess Roger might talk some more about that later on as well. But anyway, people don't buy what, they, what you do. They buy why you do what you do. Think about that again. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do what you do. If that's true, then your why must be front and center. And if you think about most websites, it's what, 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 what. That's what it is. But it mustn't be. We'll give you some examples of that in a moment. The next little mantra he comes back to, there's only two. The second one is people don't buy what you do. They buy what you believe in. And of course, you're already seeing, oh, I get it, that, that might link to that North Star that Paul was talking about just a while ago. Well, it really might. And this is where we're gonna get you to do some work. And by the way, we want you to get your phones out, not to make a phone call, but just get your phones out. You're gonna need them in about four minutes from now. So make sure your phone is out, okay? So let's go through some things that Simon said. Now, this particular interview, uh, the original interview is 43 minutes long. And the good news is I'm going to force you to sit and watch those 43 minutes. We can give you the link to it, though, if you want. All I'm going to do is get you to listen and watch 55 seconds of it. And I want you to focus in, because I'm not going to give you any time at all to get used to this. It's just like it, it's going to pop, okay? So get ready. Volume up. Because I want you to notice the first sentence he uses. Because the first sentence is the crucial thing. And Terry, I'm just going to make sure that uh, as we do this, yes, my sound is on. So hopefully you can all hear this straight from the get-go. Here we go. Get ready for it. It's coming up right now. Simon Sinek. True purpose. True purpose is always human. True purpose is the idea of knowing why your business exists in terms beyond your products and services. That that the, the, in, the infinite goal that you set is something that will leave this world, this place, the people in it, in better shape than we found them. And even though companies can sell the same product at similar prices, the ones that have a sense of higher cause or belief are the ones that will attract people with shared common values and shared beliefs. And that's, at the end of the day, the company is the modern tribe. Why should I join your tribe? I want to feel that you stand for something. I want to feel that the people in the tribe care about each other. I want to feel that the alphas, that the leaders in that tribe want to devote themselves to the care and the advancement of their tribe, not just how much food they can hunt for on a daily basis. Pretty cool. 55 seconds of gold. 
Now, let me check your memory, and you might want to put it on the chat just to make sure that you are listening. What, uh, what is the first sentence he uses? It begins like this, true purpose is always something, right? Whatever that word is, make sure you got it down. True purpose is always, pop it up on the chat, and we'll give you a little note up here just so that you can actually get it, right? True purpose is always human. True purpose goes, let's say it again, true purpose is always human. Right? Remember that why that we talked about a little while back from Marty Hark, right? Being human. True purpose is always human. And then Simon said, and let me say it to you, true purpose goes beyond your product and service. Beyond your product and service. So true purpose is not, categorically not, we aim to be the best X, Y, Z, you know, whatever X, Y, Z is. No, 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 no. True purpose. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's pretty good that you would say that, but what we want you to do and, and to understand, because we, you know, one of the things that crises do is they really show leadership at its best. And those that have this North star, which is bigger than themselves, really stand out and we want you to start standing out from the get-go from now not two years ahead ahead of this but now and so this purpose true purpose is always human must be your go-to from here on in now i said that one of the things that i would love you to do is to make sure that you have a phone handy okay so let's do that uh, and, and if i just do this Oh, by the way, let, let's just let's just do this. Let's just put something else up before we get into uh, into that. So here it is. This is exactly what Simon said. True purpose is always human. True purpose, there it is, right? True purpose is the idea of knowing why your business exists in terms beyond your product and services, which means it requires some thinking time, some heart time, right? Maybe you've not thought about it. Maybe you thought it was all about your product, all about your service. It's not. It goes way beyond that. And then it's knowing that the infinite goal, there you go, that North Star that you set, is something that will leave this world, this place, and the people in it in better shape than we found them. Think about that. Another way of saying that is that this is about the legacy that you leave. Now, of course, none of us have any choice as to whether we're going to leave a legacy we are we're all going to leave we don't have any choice the question is what is it a legacy of is it a legacy of consumption or is it a legacy of contribution that's the crucial piece okay so with that in mind let's get some learning going here are the three crucial learnings and your phone comes up in just a while make sure you've got these three notes taken your why must be front and center true purpose is human and look at that, down the bottom right, a new note for you. Differentiation, and, and no matter you know, what, what it is you're doing, the, the reality is there's someone else pretty much doing the same thing, right? There's, you know, there's seven billion of us, and the likelihood is that you're not the only one doing something, right? So there, there are competitors around and everything else. And so true differentiation, or real differentiation comes not from product, but from clarity of why. That's what drives 
your enterprise from here on in. So I mentioned your phone. So go ahead and get it out. Make sure you've, you've got it out right now. Go ahead, right now. Uh, now, I, know maybe, I, I can't see you, right? But I want you to honestly get that phone out. This is a really, really important exercise for you. And it's one about trust, right? So I, I, let's, let's just play it out to the max so that we know, because by the way, you're going to record something on your phone and we might ask you to play that back later. So make sure you've got your phone. And then what you might do is this. You might say, now if you've got a, 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 an iPhone, you might say something like this. Hey, Siri, and my, my phone will probably jump open when I say it. <laughs> hey, Siri, open voice memo, as in M-E-M-O, sometimes called voice memo. You could also say open voice recorder. And the same thing you can do on the Android, it's like Google Play, and you say open voice recorder or voice memo. And you will know when you've done it because it pretty much looks the same. Here it is on the iPhone, but it pretty much looks the same as that on the, uh, on the Android devices. And what we're gonna do in just a minute, make sure that you've got it there, right? And what we're gonna do in just a minute is I'm gonna get you to press that record button, not yet. Right, I'm just going to make sure that you've got it there right now. We're going to press that record button in just a second. And when we press that record button, here's the circumstance that I want you to press it in. I'm going to give you some words. Then you are going to press the record button and say the words and then keep going. Okay. So, for example, if I said, I'm not going to say this, by the way, but if I said, Mary had a little lamb, go. You would press the button, you would say, Mary had a little lamb, its fleece was white as snow, or whatever, whatever follows. Hope I got that right, Terry. <laughs> so go ahead and press the button. Go ahead, press the button. And this is what, I, make sure you got the button pressed. And this is what I want you to say, and then continue. Make sure you continue. Here we go. What you say is this. I get up every morning to, keep going. I get up every morning to, and if you haven't got your phone, you might want to write it down, but I'm, I wish, I, I, I really want you to do it on your phone. I get up every morning to, I wonder what you've written, or I wonder what you said rather. <laughs> And what we might do is just pick someone and, 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 and just get you to share it at some particular point in some particular way, right? I get up every morning to, in fact, I'll show you how we're going to share it in just a minute. Now, let me tell you what happens when we do that in uh, sort of when we can reach out and touch each other in like live, uh, well, th this is live as well, but, but in real life sort of thing, right? Uh, let me tell you what, what happens. What happens is, uh, and for some reason, women seem to get this more than guys do, right? And by the way, for all the women joining us, I just have to, and Terry, you know this to be the case, that I am in awe of, of women in, in the work. But I'm not trying to upset the guys, but Women, you're just amazing, the sensitivities and the understandings that you bring to this. So again, congratulations for being here. So 
women sometimes say things like this, particularly those who are entering or re-entering the workforce. And they say things like this. I get up every morning to be a great example to my children. Now, you might think that's okay. And, and by the way, it is kind of okay that you, you want to do that. But if we were being really strict here, and I was showing tough love, and someone, which is tough for me to do, by the way, and someone said, oh, I get up every morning to uh, you know, be a great example for my children, I would look at them and I would say, well, good for you. Because at that point, it's all about you. And, and the why should not be all about you. It should be bigger than you. And I, I don't know what your why is right now, but what I can tell you is that there are two magic, magic words, very simple words that make sure that it is bigger than you. Here come the words, right? So that. So, for example, that woman who might have said, I get up every morning to be a great example for my children, might add to it so that they inspire the kids that they're with every day, so that together we can make a real dent in our community and perhaps even the world. All of a sudden, you see that it's kind of bigger. And so one of the things that uh, I would love you to do, uh, if, you've, if you've got it on your phone, then send it to me. If you haven't got it on your phone, but you'd like to write it down, then write it down and send it to me. You'll see up on the chat my, the, the, uh, uh, the link or the email that you can send that to. And it's simply this, Paul, P-A-U-L, at Paul Dunn. P-A-U-L-D-U-N-N dot global. That's it, dot global, okay? Paul at paul.global. Send me what you've got, and then what I'll do uh, as best I can is get back to you with a little update and say, okay, well, you've done it that way, but maybe it's better if you do it this way. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, Terry, that would be... Uh, that would be okay if we do that. Now, one other thing that, that's really, really important is that sometimes what happens is, is people, they get stuck and they think that what's actually happening here is we're asking them like, like to think ahead, you know, 50 years to when someone pops them uh, in the in the grave sort of thing and that becomes like massively huge for them and so they get stuck and they simply cannot get it out if that's you and this might be really really useful for you as you think about the promotion plans and all of those sorts of things that you will be doing as part of the CLA so you might want to begin your I get up every morning like this you might want to say for now, I get up every morning too. And the for now is now finite time. It might be the, the, the next three months, for example, whatever it is. You know, for now, I get up uh, to every morning to do blah, 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 blah. So that blah, 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 blah. Okay. So again, make sure that you send me those because these uh, you know, the, the, this, what we're talking about now is the real foundation. And when you have this real foundation, 
you build something absolutely extraordinary. Now, just, just pop on the chat if you're getting it, just like a why or an in, right? Like why would mean, yeah, I'm getting it. I may not yet have got my why, but I really understand the importance of getting it. And I've got a note of Paul's email so that I can help, so that he can perhaps help me along to, uh, to get it as well. Uh, Terry, I can't believe that I just said that. <laughs> Can you get a few emails here? <laughs> but anyway, that would be really, really cool. By the way, you might want to get what mine is. Here's mine. I get up every morning to help business owners. That means you implement powerful new insights to transform their businesses so that they impact their teams, their communities, and our world in ways that bring them more joy than they've ever experienced. That's what I get up to do. And that's why, and by the way, I hope that your why is a little shorter than that, but <laughs> I'm, I'm allowed to have a longer one, okay? <laughs> but you wouldn't want to be too much longer than that. But, you know, that's why I uh, continue to bounce out of bed. For me, it's uh, like a very, very powerful thing. And by the way, there's, a, there's an even bigger version of that, which you're about to see as well. Final thing on the wide before we get to really sort of powering some stuff in here. Uh, so I, 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 you might want to, no, you don't need to put it on the chat. <laughs> but sometimes I ask people when we are in, you know, the so-called live. By the way, I don't like people talking about the, the, the CLA as a virtual experience. This is a real experience what we're having right here, okay? It's an online experience, not virtual. It's really, really happening. But when we are in, you know, hotel venues or when we're up in the uh, entrepreneur resorts venues and stuff like that, sometimes I put that picture up and I say, who's that? And people say, oh, Paul, that's you in a few years' time. No, it's actually, as you can see on your screen, Mark Twain. And uh, lots of uh, people who talk about why these days refer to this, so you may have seen it before. The two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. And I, I really hope that as a result of you being here in CLA, that today is the day that you begin the journey to find out your why. It's the most powerful, important journey you could ever undertake. So make sure you do. <laughs> Now, with that in mind, let me give you some other context. Uh, Terry, let me, let me just actually stop the share for a minute and come back and talk with you. Is there anything you wanted to add to any of that? I was, I was getting choked up at how important this is, actually, as we, as we went through that. Anything you wanted to add in to, uh, to where, we, uh, where we were going with this? I, Paul, without any doubt, I think, you know, from all the experience I've had with all the programs I've been part of is when everyone gets this part it makes such a profound difference to everything mm. they do and and not only to others but it impacts themselves personally so i love all these things paul yeah no thank you and by the way by the way uh the, you, you, terry you and i you know we've, we've spoken about this sometimes people say well is it okay for me to have one why today and another why tomorrow yeah it's okay i mean you wouldn't want to change it every day in fact, don't change everything. But over time, it may well change as, as your own understandings change. 
Uh, for example, uh, Sir, Sir Richard Branson is a great example of that. If you, if you go look back at his work uh, nine years ago, and you, know, you read all the books that were back then, and he actually talks about it, and he, and he says, you know, yeah, I, effectively, I get up every morning to disrupt industries that need disrupting and have fun doing it. That was, that was the reality for him like 10 years ago. You speak with, with Sir Richard today, as Roger does, I do, then, then you, you find he says it differently, and he's been doing it differently for about five years now. In fact, we're going to come, come to one of those times in just a minute. And so still the first two are the same to disrupt industries and disrupting, to have fun doing it, and to make a huge difference in our world. So he's added that now to where he's, where he's at. So it's quite okay to do those kind of things. So with that in mind, let's jump up and uh, share the screen again. And we'll actually get to talk about Sir Richard in, in just a little while. So let's go uh, and share some things uh, here. Uh, so this is right. So Terry, can you just confirm you see this thing about the fundamental shift and the push to purpose? Can you see that on your screen? Yeah, sure can. You oh. can. Okay. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, okay. So um, one of the things that we talked about right at the start of this is that we're seeing this acceleration. We, we are really up here where the curve at this point is like vertical. It's vertical which is one of the reasons why, you know, when we come through the other side of this, gonna look, we're not quite sure what it looks like, but the reality is it's going to look a little different. Now contrast that with down here in 2008. In 2008, when you said the things that we've just been saying, you were like, oh, really? Come on. But in 2008, we learned a huge lesson. You'll recall that was when we had the global financial crisis, so-called. And, and if, if, if you were around in 2007 and you, and you went to an event like this in 2007, people would say things like, I know this is going to sound weird to you, but they would say, greed is good. That's what, that's what they would say, right? And we learned in 2008 that that is not the case. You know, we, you know, go see the Wolf of Wall Street if you, if you doubt it, right? So in my, in my judgment, that, that was when this whole push to purpose started, right? And now was with a vertical slope. There's all sorts of things that happened in 2018 uh, that we could talk about. In 2020, or rather just towards the end of 2019, we had the world's biggest companies coming out saying, we got it wrong, we got it wrong. Uh, and, and really purpose has to underpin everything that we do, right? And, 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 and there was this moment in 2015. And seriously, when, when, you, when you get this moment, it changes everything. Really, it does. And let me show you where it happened. It happened in this place, and it happened on that date. Some people say it was the 25th of September, but it wasn't. It's was actually the 23rd. And this is Geneva. And there you see United Nations building. It's the Palais des Nations, I think is the French way of saying it, in, in Geneva. And on that evening, uh, well, actually, it was late afternoon. Uh, I remember it very well because it was being live streamed. In 2015, we didn't really understand what live stream was, but there was this thing and it was going to like crackly, you know, and it, I remember it really clearly at 20 minutes to 11, 
p.m singapore time you know i'm there with the headphones on and, and bang all of a sudden the live stream sprung uh into uh, into operation and uh, there we were and there was the there was the stage branson was on the stage uh, bill gates was on the stage uh so paul Pullman uh, of unilever and now of imagine was was on the stage it was just like whoa you know a lot of people were there and what they were there to do was to celebrate and to launch something that some very smart people had been working on for three years and so branson comes on and and, and basically says well not basically what he says that you and I explore this next great frontier where the boundaries between work and higher purpose are merging into one, where doing good really is good for business. Just think about that, because earlier on, you remember we said business should be a force for good. And he, he said, I don't spend too much time. Matter of fact, it's the first time I've been at a United Nations building, but I'm here for a very important reason, because it is the first time in history that the United Nations, or as he put it that night, the world body has acknowledged something that we as entrepreneurs, we as business owners know to be the truth. He said, it's the first time that the world body has acknowledged, listen to this, has acknowledged that governments do not make the difference in our world. Hope you heard that. Governments do not make the difference in our world. Certainly, governments can enable differences, but fundamentally, it is businesses, it's you, me, our teams, that actually make the difference in the world. And he said, that's why I'm so thrilled to be here, to launch these 17 global goals, that we listen to the next two words, have to, have to achieve by 2030. Underneath these 17 global goals are 169 targets. That, that's not Branson saying that, that's me. <laughs> that have to, we have to achieve, we really do. Uh, and you, know, you, can, you can adopt, uh, you, one of the things that's so interesting about these global goals is that they're all sort of self-connected. It's kind of like hard to work on one without realizing the impact that you're having on the other and at b1g1 uh, these are very central and i'll show you that in just a moment as to how central these are but they're central to you you know one of the things that we have learned is is that we're not independent you know we we all are one i mean this is a great example right now of this right and so we really have to understand that the impact we have on each other we have to understand that and once we do some interesting things happen and then branson said businesses well business must become the real force for good in our world i want you to change that thing you could write it down business must become the real force for good in our world or you could write it down this way my business must become a real force for good in our world that's what i really want you to write down because when, when you do that, it, it just sets you on another path, as you will see. And talking of path, I, I think this is a pathway for business. It's a common language now. And you'll see how common it is in just a minute. We now have, 
have governments in various parts of the world that will not accept tenders from providers unless they talk about what they're doing with the global goals, seriously. And that's become more, going to become more and more important because now we only have 10 years, 10 years to actually hit it. So, uh, 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 by the way, pop up, oh no, I was going to get you to pop up on the chat whether or not you've heard about the global goals before, but of course you have, because, you know, here in uh, at Genius U, it's all part and parcel of what goes on. So this is a pathway for business, but it's actually a pathway for your business. But even more than that, it's a pathway for humanity. That's what this is. And so when you think about, or just link it together, right? All purpose or true purpose is human. And this is a pathway for humanity. And each and every one of us here in CLA right now can make that a reality. I'm not sure of what time it is in your day right now, but I hope that when you go to bed, you really are committed right now to that. Each and every one of us here really can. I would say actually must make that a reality, must. Now, interestingly, when you look at the global goals, they, they, they're not that easy to connect to, right? They're just like 17 numbers like this. But let me show you what the government here in Singapore uh, did with those numbers, or the, these goals a little while ago, kind of mixed it up. And uh, I, I, I'll get your view on the, on the chat on this in just a moment. So, so they said, there's some very bright people there. And they said, what if we go back to basics? And what if we put them around the ABC? Look on the left-hand side of your screen. So you've got active economy, beautiful society, and clean earth. And you see how the goals have now sort of flipped, right? Now, and then what these bright people at Tomasek did, these sovereign fund here in Singapore, what they did, they said, let's put some labels on this. So what's active economy? Well, it's productive jobs, it's sustainable cities, and it's fulfilling lives. That's what it is. Just think about that for a minute. Productive jobs, sustainable cities, fulfilling lives. How cool is that? Um, what about beautiful society? What's that? Well, three things again. Resilient individuals, inclusive communities, respecting diversity, and a just society. Every single one of us would, would want that. What, <laughs> those of us that have children, right? Wouldn't we want that to be the place? That, that they inherit from us. We'll talk more about that in just a moment too. And what about clean earth? Well, that's pretty simple, right? Clean earth is just three things there, fresh air, clean water, and a cool world. And when you show that to you know, other businesses and you say, by the way, this is what we do, um, you know, hopefully you, you, you're a part of that. Everybody that I show that to says, yes, I wanna be a part of this. This has to drive my business post-COVID-19 in this new thing that we're into. So with that in mind, there are some people that, that, that kind of, you know, get it ahead of the rest of us. And I just quickly, and I do mean very quickly, uh, wanted to talk with you about a particular individual who got all of that in 2007. And let me introduce her to you. Uh, here she comes. 
Her name is Masami Sato. And Masami, way back in 2007, it's kind of interesting, I was mentoring her actually in Bali, in Vision Villas, actually. Uh, very close to, just, just down the road from Vision Villas. And uh, we were there on a, uh, on a program. And uh, I was one of the mentors on the program, just like now. And Masami came to me, uh, I think it was after like three days, and it was very obvious that she'd been thinking so deeply about this stuff, so, so deeply. And uh, at the time, she owned a, a tiny little food business. And you would know that one of the great things about being a mentor is that the mentor is always the one that asks the questions, right? And the mentee is supposed to respond with the answers. So anyway, she comes into this mentoring session this particular day, and she said, is it okay if I ask you a question? I said, sure. And so I want to show you the questions that she asked. Here's what she did. She said, what if every time business was done, something great happened in our world? Just, just for a moment, think about that. What if every time business was done, something great happened in our world? And then what if we could build a system and a movement to let business owners put doing great things at the heart of their business? And I remember saying, Oh, well, that, that'd be really good. And Masami said, well, <laughs> you don't get the profound, the profound nature of that yet, do I? Do you? And she made a little movie, which one day we may be able to show you uh, in 2007. But let me tell you what actually, you know, in that meeting that we had, let me, let me explain what actually happened. So she said, oh, uh, Paul, I've also decided to call it something. And I said, well, what did you call it? She said, buy one, give one. And I, and I went, buy one, give one. So Masami, uh, how does that work? And she said, well, if you, if you go down to an electronics store and you buy a plasma TV, and I said, wait, 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 Masami, stop. If I go down to a, a, a store to try and buy a plasma TV, they're not going to give me another one, right? As in buy one, give one. She said, Paul, you don't understand. And I said, well, what am I missing? And she said, and please listen carefully to this. She said, well, Paul, you go down there because you want to buy, sorry, you, you, you want to buy a plasma TV because you want better vision. So how would it be when you bought that plasma TV if someone who could not see got the gift of sight? And Oh my God. And, and she could feel that sort of suck of air. And then she said, oh, how would it be if, because I had a cup of coffee in my hand, she said, how would it be if every time a cup of coffee was sold, a child in need got access to pure life-saving water? Or how would it be if someone, every time someone buys your books, a tree gets planted? And I, I, mean, I was just beside myself and I said, Masami, can I be your mentor for the rest of your life? And fortunately, because I also said, this is the best idea I've ever heard. And I'm so glad she said yes to that question about being her mentor for the rest of her life. Uh, because I, I seriously, and Terry, you know this, I, I really don't think I would be here had that not happened. Uh, all of those, all of those years ago, and now, of course, B1G1 is you know huge. It's all about this this 
power of small, right? These tiny little things that you can do. And we're going to show you those tiny little things in, in, in just a moment. But those tiny little things that we didn't even know how to do. It took us three years to figure out how to do this. And now, um, you know, there's 207 million, 207 million uh, giving impacts uh, in B1G1. So it's, it's, it's just huge with 3,000 members around the world. And every single one of those members can say what you see on the screen right now. Every time someone does business with us, something great happens in our world. Just consider being a part of that and all of the other things. Let me show you some more things. So, so all B1G1 members can say, all 3,000 of them around the world can say, every time someone does business with us, something great happens in our world. As a matter of fact, when you signed on to CLA, something great happened. I'm not sure whether they've told you what they, something great is, but I know that something great happened because the, uh, Roger and the team there embrace this whole thing as well. So for example, you know, let me just show you some examples. Every time you could say, every time we send an email, just to, you, know, you can select the trigger. We'll show you that in a minute. A child gets access to, and again, you can select that to an e-learning program that changes their life. And how about this? <laughs> you know, it used to be that you would, you would say, well, one day when I'm successful, you know, I'm going to start making this happen. Well, that costs you one cent to do, right? So please don't give me the stuff about one day. It's, it's really now. Just imagine that you could do that. How would you feel? Seriously. How would you feel if you could do that? Well, what about this? If you, let's say you were selling roses, you know, when someone buys our roses in May, look at that. You can choose from all of these uh, highly vetted B1G1 projects, right? Uh, or, you know, when you do, if you're an accountant, when we do a tax return, 18, um, you're getting the idea, right? It's, it's like trigger action. And you can even automate that. Whenever you receive, let's say you're a subscription business, which of course you should be, whenever we receive a monthly payment, that's what happens. Right? And you can define all of these. And so what's actually happening here is this kind of like this, is when this, then this. And, and, you know, many times when we think about giving, we think, oh, what we need to do is, you know, think about the charities and all that kind of stuff. No, you don't. We, we know that that's not the right way of doing it. We know now after all these years, that it's much better to just define what are the triggers? What are the triggers that you want? This is how you embed it, right? And I'll show you some of those triggers. And then in V1G1, you've got access to these high impact vetted projects. You can give from one cent, fully 100% goes. We, we even make up the credit card charges. And you know, the dollar a day just supports us being able to do uh, all of these things. And then we track everything for you. And by the way, as you would expect, you know, the SDGs are right at the heart of it. And so, you know, just think about some when this is. I mean, you can make these up, right? You might want to talk about this with, with some of your some of the, of the support people. You know, it could be when someone visits your website, when someone has a birthday, when you know, it does, doesn't matter, right? When, even when, if you screw up on something, you, know, you can say sorry and you can do that uh, through V1G1. So it's really powerful. 
and it redefines and it puts you in absolute control. Let's just have a look at that. This looks like you're buying stuff on Amazon, right? And that's exactly how it is. You can see all of those projects. And look at that. You can see they're one cent, two cents, and so on. Here's one of my favorite projects, an e-learning uh, system uh, in India, 280 schools right now uh, benefiting from that. Uh, and you, you get it on the right-hand side there. And let's just go quickly a stage further. You can automate it through giving stories. Let me show you one. This is a guy in New York. Uh, his name is Stuart Mordfin. He's an accountant. So here's how he set it up. When we complete a tax return, this is just one of the things he does. And then you just go upload. So, you know, set the trigger. Uh, you, you put a picture in there just to remind you what it is. And those of you in the US, you would know that's a 1040. He wants to select a category. So he says food. Why? Because in New York, there's a lot of homeless people. So now you see the projects are coming through. All of the projects have something to do with food. Oh, there it is. There's the one on food. And look at that, 11 cents. And now you see the global, or the goals that that relates to. I'll show you that more in just a second. And if I'm getting excited, you perhaps understand why. Now you just select it and bang, you've created it, right? And he, in Stuart's case, he says, one meal would be a bit stingy. Hope that translates, let's make it 18. And so now he's got, there you go. If you went to Stuart, you would see that. That's what they do whenever they do a tax return. But they don't just do that because that would be something. Right? It's like a nice giving. But of course, one of the great things about B1G1 is it allows you to connect with yourself and with your customers and clients in brand new ways. Have a look at this. Uh, this is if, when Stuart does that, he would send out a what we call a gratitude certificate. And it might look like this. You can make it look whatever you want. It's automatic. Uh, we want to so imagine your tax return had just been done, and you know you can read through that. The thing that I love on that is the last two lines, you know, or the last line actually. Our simple goal here is to keep on making great things happen in our world together with you. Wouldn't that be a lovely thing for you to say to your customers whenever something great happens? Wouldn't it? Yeah, I know you'd feel great too. And have a look at this. This is a bit like the icing on the cake, right? Uh, this is, see, this is, you can, <laughs> you can do it on like business cards. This is a guy in Sydney, or at least north of Sydney in Australia. His name, as you can see, is James McGregor. James goes to a lot of networking events. His company uh, is a supplier to government uh, of training programs. And you see on the bottom, bottom right on his business card, because you know most business card ends up in someone's pocket, right? This one says, turn me over. Just, just look at that. <laughs> and just imagine you, as a result of CLA and joining us in B1G1, were able to do that. Just think about for the minute how you would feel and, and, and how that would connect you to that North Star, that higher purpose, and how others would then be attracted to that higher purpose as well and share it with you. And you see down there, it says to learn more, visit that, that link. Well, let's go visit. This is James's site. Everybody in B1G1, we help you create it. It's so simple to do. Has a little tab. Terry has one, which says, let's, let's go have a look at your impact tab. Watch this. It happens very quickly. And so here's the impact tab on James's site. 
uh, and you'll see some interesting things. Look at that. There's his Y right there up front. Look at the left-hand side of the screen. There's what we call the B1G1 widget. And just direct your attention to the map. Notice how we talk about the giving. It's not about the money. It's about the impact that you're creating. And that's precisely what giving should be about. Not about the money. Not about, you know, look at us, look at all this money. And then, look at this, automatically linking to the global goals. Once you are part of B1G1, this, this you know, irrevocably kind of links you. And that, by the way, is just your, in this case, James's uh, thing on the global goals. It's not the home one, because right now in V1G1, we've just crossed 207 million uh, impacts. So uh, here's the question. Just type it on the chat. Go ahead. I, I'm sort of getting excited about it, but <laughs> just type on the chat if you're excited by what you've just seen. If this gives you a way of tangibly, uh, tangibly expressing your purpose and tangibly and excuse those taps that you hear, maybe you don't hear them, but I think someone in the work at home environment decided to knock a few doors on or something. So anyway, so type up on the chat if you're excited. I do hope you are. And uh, given that you are, let me just quickly show you, and it is very quickly, show you how to belong. By the way, you might want your phone here as well, uh, because you can just uh, uh, take a QR code. So I mentioned it before, it's just a dollar a day to belong. That's it. Now it does depend on your size. You'll find that larger companies pay a little more than a dollar a day uh, so that smaller companies uh, can be a part of it to belong and be a part of this amazing, uh, amazing network around the world. Um, and by the way, I was looking at this, for those of you in England, um, I, I was looking at this the other day and I realized that a dollar a day is like about 81 cents. And I checked out what um, uh, 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 a cappuccino was at McDonald's and it was like one pound 99. So I realized that 81 cents is about a third of a cup of coffee, right? Uh, and so you could contrast it with that. The other thing you could contrast it with is when I showed someone the other day who was a CSR consultant, what I just showed you, they said, oh my God, my clients pay me $70,000 a year to do that for them. And now it's all done right here in B1G1. So whatever standard you want to use, uh, go ahead and use that standard. So here's how you join. And I've got a special surprise for you, Terry. You have never heard me do this before. Okay. So this is a special thing for all of the people who have had the wisdom in this particular time uh, to be here in CLA. So it's b1g1.com forward slash belong. Now, this, the surprise is special and I'm not going to put it on, you know, on the video everywhere. Uh, this is just for you and you will discover what that is uh, when you join us. I can promise you, you will absolutely love it. And by the way, uh, if you just click that, your phone on there, you'll see the QR code. Uh, and I'll show you what happens. By the way, on the left-hand side, that's also part. That's not really a surprise. That's where we do the giving plan with you, but there's a really huge surprise. Uh, and the members, you just have to trust me on it, honestly. Uh, you will be almost beside yourself once you, once you join. Oh, by the way, one thing. I can tell you that it is only for, only for the first seven that 
that join us on, on this. And the reason I've done that is because, remember we talked about before when we were looking at those graphs and we said that leadership is about deciding, right? For you to get the most out of CLA, you have to decide. So, I mean, oh, well, you know, I'll get to it. No, 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 no. So this is only for those people who can actually do that, okay? And it's, it's, it's pretty big. It's never been done before, ever, anywhere. So this is what happens. Uh, you just jump up on uh, uh, that link, and this is what you'll see. Be a part of something bigger. Uh, you'll see uh, I mentioned that larger companies, it's a little bit more, not that much more, uh, than a cup of coffee. It's like about four cups of coffee. Uh, in, their, in their case, but they make it possible for the smaller companies to be a part of it. Uh, so let's just say you ended up there, wherever it is, doesn't matter, but let's say you ended up there and then you click that join button. So in the case of a dollar a day, that would be $33 a month. You can just, US dollars, and you can just select annually or monthly, and then you just pop it in and off you go. And seven of you are gonna get a very, very nice surprise when you do. And by the way, all of you are going to be able to say, oh, you know, if you didn't like it, which is, I mean, no one's ever done this, then we even give you back the money. So there's no, uh, no, uh, uh, what's the word, no impediment to you joining. And I just want to show you this. Uh, this is from uh, someone that Roger and I know uh, in, uh, in England and in Australia, this is Glenn Carlson. Uh, have a look how he describes it, because I want you to see that this, this is not about B1G1. I mean, it is, but it's really about getting back to that whole purpose. Have a listen to this. Obviously, the list is absolutely endless in terms of uh, giving triggers that you can build into your organization. And so one of the things that we did is we looked at what are the top eight metrics that we measure in our business. Um, net promoter score, employee promoter score, revenue, profit, sales, things of this nature. We now have each one of those metrics linked to a giving impact. Yeah. So instead of my team measuring how many sales are we making, my team are measuring how many impacts are we creating in the world. So it's the same thing. Growth in one leads to a growth in the other, but it just really connects my team to this idea that we're not just here to make money. We're not just here to make sales and we're not just here to help our clients, right? We're here for something bigger. We're here for something more important. And the fact that B1G1 allows that to be automated, fully vetted, super easy, click a button, bang, and it's done. And it's actually achieved some of the most valuable business goals that not just I, but I think most business owners have, which is they want a team that really cares about the growth, the success, the prosperity of the business. And there's very much a palpable sense that we're doing this not to just line Glenn's pockets, but to make a dent in the universe. And yeah, sure. that is a very, 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 very hard thing to engineer. I don't think it's a thing money can buy. You know, you can't pay a guru to come in and set that scene. However, aligning with the global goals and deciding that your business is going to act as a force for good in the world seems to solve all of those problems. So I'm stoked. It's wild. I'm proud. It's just, it's just very, very cool. And as I said, it's not just about B1G1. It's about here, right? A force for good in the world 
and is very, very cool. And that's exactly what you will find as well. So once again, just very quickly, that's where you go. Remember uh, that little cup of coffee analogy we had? And there's the link again for you. And I think, there you go. And there's the QR code as well. And, and, and uh, <laughs> other stuff there. So make sure that you want, you're one of uh, the first seven to be. And I think, Terry, that's really what CLA is saying, that, you know, through, not just through, through me, but, but through all of the mentors here in this huge Genius U uh, community, we, we absolutely have the part uh, the possibility of being part of something bigger and uh, I, I would urge you to take it. I'm not sure, uh, yeah, I'm never sure Terry because you know I just enjoy these things so much and, and uh, I'm, I'm never sure how to, uh, how to end them but uh, as we come to my, my little part in this and thinking about that being a part of something bigger uh, just a couple of things that we said today that I want you to remember. I want you to remember this one, actually, just one thing we said today. We're our very best when we're giving. Now, we said a whole lot of other things as well. True purpose is human, all of those sorts of things. I'm so looking forward, by the way, uh, to getting your whys as well. Remember, you can send them to me. And I remember I was sitting in a session with Roger uh, a couple of years ago. And Roger said this, and I have always remembered it because it's so, so true. What Roger said is this, when your vision becomes more powerful than your memory, your future becomes more powerful than your past. And that is precisely what's going on here through all of the mentors and all of the people, if you will, in the, in the background kind of thing that are there supporting you uh, on this journey, this really important journey for you. And so Terry, uh, you know, Terry is great. And she just says, Paul, you're going to go for it, right? <laughs> so uh, Terry, I, I hope that was, uh, that was cool and that, uh, uh, you know, that did what uh, we wanted to do and uh, that it, it gives everybody on CLA just a huge kind of start for this very important process uh, that you're undertaking right now. Again, uh, Terry, anything you wanted to add to that before I say one final uh, sort of goodbye? Uh, Paul, I think you said something just before and you said um, how to end this. And I know it is the end of this session for you, oh. <laughs> but it is very much the beginning for, beginning. and I don't just mean the beginning of this program. I mean, it's very much the beginning for so many and I think if even if people have had the absolute privilege and honour of uh, connecting with you, already being part of B1G1 or, you know, heard you or heard of you, uh, anyone who was not touched by this whole session, um, just, I mean, everyone would be, that's all I'll say. I'm sure absolutely everyone has. And I can see by the comments that are coming through that everyone absolutely loved your that's session. Great. So the power of the why, and in particular, this whole session is about everyone creating their vision and their mission and their vision statements in particular. So you mm. just uh, added so much to everyone's journey. So thank you, Paul. 
Hey, thank you for the opportunity. I'm looking forward to getting all those things uh, on the email too. And of course, I uh, hope it's okay with everybody. I will, of course, copy them straight to you, Tarek, so that uh, you know we can we can see what's happening and everything. So, anyway, as I said at the start, thanks, Tarek. As I said at the start, uh, you know you deserve uh, huge congratulations for being decisive and taking this step. And I do hope that I've contributed to this. Uh, amazing journey uh, that you're on. Well done, everybody. Catch you soon. Bye. Awesome. Bye, bye. Thanks, Paul. Bye, Paul. Bye. Thank you. Okay. Well, wasn't that awesome? Paul Dunn is phenomenal. And I know you're all very touched by that as I am every time that I get the pleasure of working with Paul and, and hearing him sharing his wisdom. And to know that there's something amazing like B1G1 that we can all be part of, which I have been part of for about seven years now, I think it is. So anyway, uh, obviously you've got the links that have been put into the chat that you can go in and connect with Paul and he, he did mean it when he said share your why with him. So please do send that to him with the, the email that we've already put in there. If you need that again, just yell out and we'll make sure that's in there again. Uh, but what I would love you to do, and this is the commitment that you have and that's the commitment I know you will honour. Uh, Roger spoke about this a little bit on Monday as well and this is to write your future vision. So Paul's gone into creating that why and this is really about connecting into your greater purpose and writing that future vision. So Roger mentioned about writing your personal future vision and it's also you can create a company as well. So it's, it's basically a story that says, where do you want your life to be? Where do you want your business to be in the next three months, in the next 12 months and potentially the next 10 years? So you can do that by writing it uh, down. And I do ask you to actually handwrite it and not to type it on the computer. It flows greater and with greater purpose if you actually do handwrite it. Uh, you can go in to, and I ask you to go into Genius U under the micro degrees and find the Millionaire Master Plan micro degree. And in there, you will see one of the sections is future vision. If you go into that, there's a, a micro degree or a section on that where it can actually give you some guidance of what you can include. Uh, we'll also include the template for this into the library so you can have access to that. Um, but the easiest way without any doubt to go back and refresh your memory on all of this is to go into the micro degree, as I said, under the Millionaire Master Plan. So on that note, this has been an awesome session and a big thanks to Paul again. Uh, looking forward to connecting with you uh, throughout the rest of this journey and obviously uh, for have a great rest of your day, everyone. Thanks.